Some jellyfish glow beautifully, looking like underwater stars. Because they are 95% water, their bodies are soft and transparent, kind of like jellies, hence their name, jellyfish. And because of their jelly-likeness, they are not the strongest swimmers under the sea. While they are able to contract and relax their muscles to actively swim, more often than not, they just choose to let loose and drift, allowing the ocean currents to carry them around. There are times in life when the best of us hit a snag. Times when something we worked so hard for results in disappointment, leaving us feeling lost without a clue where to go from then on, without a shred of energy left to move on. When that happens, maybe we should think of the jellyfish that just leaves itself to the currents to travel around the vast, vast seas. Just relax every muscle and let time in the world around you carry you for once. Soon you'll find yourself somewhere else where you just might meet someone new who just might recognize the glow inside of you. You don't always have to muster up every ounce of your energy at all times. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. And starting off our show is, of course, the new title track from my recently released 10th album, Pata. You Are the Sea. I know there was lots of requests. We thought, hey, we'll just start things off this way. But I just love the idea of a jellyfish just kind of letting the current take them wherever, right? And we are, you know always having to be in control in a lot of situations in our lives. There are times we do have to take the helm, steer the wheel, and kind of, you know, make your own fate. Sail through storms, you know, forge your own paths. But I would love the idea that we can also have times where we can just jellyfish. I'm using it as a verb. Just jellyfish around, float Go with the flow. Let the waves just take us. And then in the meantime, maybe we can recharge so that we can take that helm again when we need to. So listeners, would you say that you're at the helm right now or that you are jellyfishing right now? Well, me, of course, as you can tell from the first song, I guess you can say I've put up some new sails. Right with a brand new album that just dropped yesterday. Hope you like the new song. Well, let me know your thoughts as well as tell me, letting me know how things are going for you. It doesn't have to include any ocean-related <laughs> metaphors. And you can also let me know, by the way, where you are, what you're up to right now, because our global roll call is coming up. While at it, don't forget to send in any song requests and share your sayander stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing is too trivial. 
anything goes. Message me on Kong, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr, or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day, and Facebook at facebook.com/englishkbs. If you're streaming us via YouTube. At youtube.com/kbsworldradioservice, you can leave us messages there as well. And if you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at sharp eight one five zero. It's fifty one per SMS, one hundred one per MMS. All right, coming up in part two of the show, we will be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. So stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. All right, I'll be back with the global roll call after this. Here are New Jeans and their song "Ditto." <laughs> Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. It is currently 5:21 p.m. What a nice day we're having today! Really, really lovely. Actually, yesterday was even lovelier. Today it's actually almost a little hot. You know, though I'm not complaining. I'm ready for it to get a little warmer. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? It's a global roll call time. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now. Aside from listening to us, of course. Where are you? Unbi Nicole writes: From April 17th through the 28th, we had a big event at work. Two full weeks. It's been tough, but I'm also proud, which makes me feel like saying, "I did it." <laughs> So as a gift to myself, I've been on a week-long holiday starting yesterday, and your tenth album was released just in time. So I've been listening to it constantly. I'm so happy to be able to spend my holiday with your new album. Can't wait till your concert. <laughs> Alrighty, fantastic. Well, congratulations on. Taking the helm, sailing through that storm, and getting through your big two full weeks—very, very well-deserved holiday, I hope. And uh, hope you're enjoying it. It's really nice outside, so maybe you can enjoy it outside. PSY zero five nine zero two writes on me. My exams ended today. I went to bed at five a.m. yesterday, or should I say this morning? So I'm going to bed now. I'm so tired that I think I'll wake up tomorrow morning. I listened to your new song yesterday, though. Love it! Thank you for a great gift. I bought the album too, so I'm very excited. But for now, I'll go recharge. 
getting some Z's in there. Well, congratulations, congratulations on finishing your exams. You also deserve a nice, deep, 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 rejuvenating sleep. So good, good sleep and sweet dreams. <laughs> Marie Baldovino writes, Hi, DJ Lena. Greetings from the Philippines. The weather is so hot right here. Summertime. Well, have a nice day to you, DJ Lena. Well, we're not quite summertime yet, but I mean, we're pretty close. We're like early summertime here. It must be really hot there. I hope you stay cool. Yu Wei says, Dongguan City, Guangdong Province in China. All right. Well, thank you so much for letting us know that you are enjoying the show, I hope. Franklin Rona says, Have a wonderful time following you from Kenya, the Champions Athletics. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to our show. Haven't seen your ID before, so we really thank you for taking the time to send us a message. Yuzuru also writes hello from Singapore. Hi, hello, and welcome to our show. Tepe Warren writes, OMG, such a busy day today, but I'm glad I can chill with OFD. Wonderful. Thanks for squeezing us in there. Okay, okay, let's move right along to song requests. We have one from Jiang17417 who writes, Walking and listening to great songs I'm meeting for the first time on a great day is refreshing for both mind and body. It's all thanks to you. One by one, I'm becoming acquainted with the songs I'll get to listen to tens of hundreds of times from now on. My request song is Yunha's Parade. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for, um, that's a really nice way to think of it, that you're just meeting these new songs, like new friends, but you know that they're going to be your friends for a really long time, and you're going to see them a lot. Uh, that's very, very nice. I think my songs appreciate that. KC99 writes, 안녕하세요. Congrats on the new release. It was so nice to listen to your voice on the other radio shows, too. Well, I want to request She's Fine by your fellow DJ, Hayes. All right. Yes, had a lovely time with Hayes last night. She, she seriously, she looks like this mythical fairy from Fairyland. Um, she's got this mystical look about her. And she's super sweet. So very glad to play a song from her as well. Let's listen to these two songs back to back. First up, Yunha with her song, Parade. After that, Hayes with She's Fine. That was Hayes with her song She's Fine and before that Yunha with Parade. Listener Yumi Jung writes Ani Why is your song so good? A good song plus your feelings for the fans? Well, I almost cried while listening to you sing on radio yesterday. It feels like I've received such a great gift. I'll be cheering you on by your side throughout your new journey. Now you can't get away. <laughs> oh, you make that lyric sound kind of scary there. <laughs> Yubini Ko writes, Lena Anni, I've been so happy since yesterday. I'm so crazy happy to be heaven gifted not one, but Many new songs at once, but all your radio appearances and the upcoming concert it makes me feel like 
It's a party. <laughs> it's a festival. Thank you so much and congratulations. Anjang. Okay, thank you so much. So glad you guys are excited about the album. Un0203 writes, congratulations on the release of our Yujongnim's 10th album. Every single one of the songs are fantastic. Thank you so much for releasing enough studio albums to count with my both my hands. <laughs> yes, that does work out that way, does it not? It makes my heart full. I may be old school because I prefer CDs over streaming, so I'm waiting for that delivery complete text message. And because I still prefer listening to you live over CDs, I'm waiting even more for the concert. You must be so busy promoting your new album and prepping for the concert, so please make sure to take good care of your health and see you at the concert. Thank you so much. Yes, let me just tell you, it is crazy busy on my end. The only thing that I can say is I'm just so glad the album is out. First of all, I'm not only excited for everyone to hear what I've been working on, but I'm just glad it's done because it's just one thing I, I can tick off my to-do list. Now I can finally pay um, much more attention to the concert as I should be. So now I'm in concert mode. Now, we, of course, had lots and lots and lots and lots of messages of congratulations for my 10th album's release. Thank you, everybody. We don't have enough time here on the show to read every single message, but let me just shout out. Listeners, Park Lena is CSGR, Forever Lena, Yemin, Jisoo Kim 0801, Jongsook, 72 Jis. Jerry76, they all congratulated me on the release and or requested Quidder Anambada. So I really hope you guys enjoyed the song on our opening. All right, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'll be back with more messages after this. Listener J-O-O-Y, I want to say Julie. Julie requested Her by Isaac Hong. So let's listen. Okay, Hong Isak here. Her. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Got more messages messages to get to here. Listener Johnny writes, Hello, I am home after seeing Pixie for the second time this tour. I liked the Louisville show so much. I hit Columbus, too, since they had so many stops on this tour. Their strong choreo, vocals, and stage presence was very natural and professional. They seemed effortlessly as entertaining as the big-budget stages I've seen. The fact they gave great performances for modest-sized venues impressed me even more. I believe they genuinely were enjoying the show and the enthusiastic love the crowds gave them. I hope they keep growing their solid discography and fan base. Thanks for playing Villain previously. All right, well, I'm so glad you were able to catch the shows. I do remember you were having a budget problem there for um, hitting too many of the shows, but glad that you were able to uh, fit Pixie in. That's some good news. Sounds like it was a fantastic show. 
And we have listen tw- listener 2476 who uh, sent us a text. nuna. It's been four years since I came to the countryside to work in the fields. They say you need at least five years to become an expert on anything. I hope you'll cheer me on so that I'll be able to make it this time. All right. Five years, huh? All right. It sounds like you're almost there. Although even in four years, I'm sure you've had tons of amazing experiences and that you've learned a lot. I mean, it's a big deal to make a big move like that. I hope you're enjoying it. And I hope you have great weather where you are. It's been fantastic here in Seoul that I can only imagine how beautiful it is in the countryside. All right, it's time for our next song break. We're going to listen to a song requested by listener Yuzuru. It is Park Jae-bum, or Jay Park, with Joa. different but not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world it's like they belong to a parallel universe it's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection one k-pop track and one non-k-pop track it's parallel universe Today we will listen to two songs that share the title, This is Love. First up, the K-pop song, This is Love, by Super Junior. You know, they've been around since 2005, so they don't really feel like juniors or boys anymore. But Super Junior will always be one of the country's top boy groups. Their song, This Is Love, was a part of their seventh studio album entitled Mamacita, which dropped in 2014. This is an up-tempo R&B track with a simple but sincere thoughts on love. Now here is a bit of the song's lyrics. This is love, this is love, even the soft breeze, even the plain flowers in the streets. This is love, this is love, you taught me that the very little things were love. This is love, this is love, even the clear skies, even the sun that lives beyond the horizon. This is love, this is love, you taught me that everything in the world had been love. Deceptively simple, right? Because it is kind of a grand philosophical to think that all, all is love. My favorite image, though, the little, I think of those little flowers growing out of those cracks in the sidewalks, the plain flowers in the streets. Really pretty. All right, for our non-K-pop song, we will listen to This Is Love by Filipino producer and singer-songwriter Zach Tabudlo. He was first seen as a child musician on a 2014 reality TV singing competition show in the Philippines. He began his career in music in earnest in 2018. 
Zack Tabudlo became better known in Korea recently because Jungkook of BTS listened to his song Give Me Your Forever during a live stream upon a fan's recommendation and he lauded the singer's voice. Well, that's all you need, right? My goodness. Lucky Zack. His song This Is Love was a single he released back in 2020. This is a very sweet and youthful song with lyrics like this. We've been friends now for a while. I just want to let you know you have a beautiful smile. I want to show you who I am and what I can do to make you happy. And I never knew you were the one that I've been waiting for so long. Do you love me? Because I've been waiting for a thousand years for you to tell me that you love me more. Is this mutual? I want a little rendezvous. Tell me that you love me. I will always be with you. Maybe this is la 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 love. Cute. Super cute. All right. Let's listen to these two songs back to back right now. This is Love by Super Junior and This is Love by Zach Tabudlo. That was This Is Love by Zach Tabudlu. And before that, This Is Love by Super Junior. Those were the lovely Parallel Universe songs of the day. All right, coming up in part two, our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia Yu will join me in the studio for OFD and Chill. So don't change that channel. For now, I'll wrap up part one of the show with Ne Pyoni Twejo, Be By My Side. By crush. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill is coming right up, and Professor Cynthia will join me in the studio in just a moment. So if you're trying to pick a Korean movie to watch or find that next Korean drama to just fall in love with or that next K-star to fall in love with, maybe you should hear out what she recommends. But first, we're going to take a quick song break to give Cynthia some time to settle in. First up, Song Shigyeong with Joel Tende, It Would Be Good, followed by Okkalyo, Miss, by Soul Lights and Sugar Bowl. 좋을 텐데 너의 손꼭 잡고 그냥 이 길을 걸었으면 내게 At any given moment, countless titles are showing at the movie theaters, and even more dramas are out there for you to binge. When every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first OFD and chill. (laughs) 
K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secrets out Korean films are just as good. So whether it be film or TV, and if that one-inch tall barrier of subtitles is just teeny tiny to ya, but you don't know where to go next, OFD and Chill will be your guide. And folks, the diagnosis is in. Our guide is an expert with, in fact, great taste. Professor Cynthia Yu, welcome to our show. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> Are you guys done with midterms at your school? Yes. All right. Are you in the grading phases? Yes. Ah, oh, my my heart goes out to you. Well, that's okay. I've given up now. You've given up. I've given up on the rest of the semester. Oh no, because <laughs> I'm just I'll just be ferociously like catching up on mm-hmm. grading and then making exams, I see. assignments, and yeah. But then, you know, we have summer break, so I really don't have anything to complain about. I guess it's sort of like, um, at least you have something to look forward to, to work toward, Mm -hmm. right? So it's nice to have, like, you know, something on the horizon there to work towards. El Nino summer. El Nino summer. It is, it's quite hot today as well. Yes. Early summer-ish almost. Apparently, like, Mm -hmm. summer weather is going to hit us by, like, end of the month or something. It's hitting us a month early. Oh, no. I read some horrific news article on a that. Month. Well, okay, so if it starts a month early, does that mean that it, we're going to have an extra month of heat? Or does it mean that maybe it'll get cooler earlier? <laughs> I don't know. You're such an optimist. I guess. You know, I, I don't As think I that way. As I said it, I, I realized... I just see the rain clouds, but you see the rainbow afterwards. <laughs> I wish I was more like you. As Mm -hmm. I said it, I I thought to myself, well, that's ridiculously optimistic. (laughs) Obviously, we're going to have one more extra month of heat. Um, I mean, I was feeling a little bit ready for the heat because it Mm -hmm. just was just just not warming up at all. Mm. I'm, I'm still pulling out winter sweaters for that odd cold day. So I thought I was ready, but I don't know about the El Nino extra month. It was like suddenly we took out the winter duvet. Yeah. We re- replaced it with the s- spring duvet, but yes. we had to like bring it back. We had to. Be, well, I had to pile up more mm-hmm. blankets. I just threw a bunch of throw pill of blankets uh-huh. on top of my blankets. Oh, you were one of those folks. I was yeah. too lazy with the duvet. Mm-hmm. The duvet. Yeah, it's true. So much work, but um, mm-hmm. all right. Jong Sung Ah, Warren, Alicia, Update 2000, JSTory76, Kim Jisoo, and Yubin are all joining us and says hello, hello, Kyosunim. Alicia says, I started Taxi Driver straight after last Tuesday's OFD Mm -hmm. and finished it over the weekend. Goodness me, that is a lot of TV to get through, but it must have been that good. Yes, I mean, you know, I sort of zipped through season two. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, I can't wait to get started on that. Mm -hmm. I got... I got a little sidetracked with something else over the weekend. And also, I just plain don't have time. You are just plain a busy bee. I can, I can only squeeze mm-hmm. in like a 20-minute episode or something mm. or a half episode or something just mm-hmm. to decompress before I go to bed. Right. It's like, go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. But in any case, we should go, go, go on our topics for today. And All right. Yeah, we got something trending. And I'm hearing about this here and there. It's right. pretty popular. Yeah, I mean, usually we talk about a show after it's finished, sure. but it's the show, it's caught me. It's oh. what I'm watching right now. Ah. Dr. Cha Jung-suk. Dr. Cha Jung-suk. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Dr. Cha. Dr. Cha in English. Right. Uh, the first thing that strikes me about that, and I don't know if I'm getting the Korean nuance, but her name is sort of... Old-fashioned. Yes. It's our, you know, mother's name. Beatrice. Right. Or, right. Yeah, it's an older Martha. generation. It's kind Martha, of like Martha, right? Martha. 
Yes. MD. Martha MD. Exactly. I yeah. like that. Yep, yep, yep. Dolores MD. Of course, of course. Something, right? yes. It's a, it's an antiquated Winnie, name. You know, Wilfred. Will, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely so. <laughs> yeah, it's Cha uh, Jongsuk. So this is purposeful. Yes, okay. because um, the whole story is about this, you know, uh, housewife who's been, you know, out of the workforce for the past 20 years, okay. um, played by none other than so exciting to right. see her back. Yes, yes, after quite a number of years, mm-hmm. right? Um, she is, you know, at the beginning of episode one, you mm-hmm. see her kind of, you know, wistful after she sees her, um, you know, her med school buddy mm-hmm. um, having, she has her own clinic and she oh, looks so successful. Private practice. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she's a little wistful, but she... So she went to medical school. Yes. Okay, but she, she got married. Very intelligent, but she got pregnant. Ah, she got pregnant. And she had to, but even through it all, yeah. she's tried to continue her medical studies. Mm-hmm. She graduated, mm-hmm. but she just couldn't go through the residency. Sure, yeah. Right? The time commitment was impossible. Two children, right? Right. But when she sees how successful her best friend has become, mm. You know, she feels a little kind of like, mm, mm. you know, the road not taken kind yes. of wistfulness. Yes. But she tells herself, you know, I've ris- I've taken care of two beautiful children, mm-hmm. and that's my sort of, you know, what I've given back to society, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, yes. and I have a good life. Mm-hmm. In fact, her husband is a very successful surgeon. She lives in a beautiful home. And so she has this very kind of comfortable sort of upper middle class life. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Did well for Mm -hmm. herself. So do you think that's where the story would end? Of course not. There's just, you're going to be discontent. And it already happens to her like in episode one. Ah. She discovers she has like this acute hepatitis and needs an immediate liver transplant. (gasps) happens right away. Whoa. I like that. And it seems like her husband yeah. is her only match. But oh. he hesitates because her mother-in-law is so against it. Oh. Right? And she sees that. Yes. She sees how her partner in yeah. life uh-huh. is hesitating to save her own life. Right? right? So, oh. you know, it's a terrible kind of experience. And then that experience sort of Forces her to reevaluate her uh, life. Is it is all is it all the way that it's supposed to be? Right. And now the hard questions come to be answered. And then she comes to the realization: I should go back oh. and get get you know get my career on. I'm going to go back to finish my residency okay. or to begin it. Wow! And become a real become a doctor. So here we have someone, Om Jong has age, right? Mm-hmm. A mother of probably two grown children, right. I'm assuming, even possibly empty nester. Yes, but her eldest there. son is actually a first year resident. Already. Right. Oh, okay. But doctors so, in the family. You know? All doctors in the family and going in as a resident. Right. Wow. She could possibly even be co workers with her, her son. Yes. That's My what happens. This is a. K drama. Yeah, of course. She ends up being a resident where her husband is head of surgery, where her 
son is also, you know, a oh, first-year resident. Oh, my gosh, they're everywhere. She they're can't everywhere. escape from her family. But then, you know, she tries to keep it secret, her sort of relationship with right, her husband. Because she doesn't want to be judged on right. her relationships, things, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a big deal. 745LLK says, oh, yes, I watched some short clips on YouTube. This is a very popular way to actually catch up on right. dramas these days is jazz or short clips mm-hmm. on YouTube. Now, Tae Warren has some uh, strong opinions Dr. Cha, I am following this K-drama too, and her, Dr. Cha's hubby's a dodger. <laughs> He's a smarmy little I was guy. so mm-hmm. mad too, how her manipulative mother-in-law oh, bullies her. Well, right. mm-hmm. sometimes yes, power can you know, taint and, and you know, taint people but for the worst. But it really sort of, you know, makes her underdog story even that more appealing, right? Because you That's really true. want... A little more compelling. You're really rooting there. for her that right. much more. Alright, mm-hmm. we'll be back with more about Dr. Cha after this. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about their OST here and there as mm-hmm. well, so we're going to check out a couple tracks. First up, here's Rothy with Horlo or Alone. That was Rothy with a song called Holo, Alone. Really beautiful, mm-hmm. lovely number there. Mm-hmm. It is, of course, part of the soundtrack for Dr. Cha. This is doing really well. It's uh, always the first, one of the first things to show up on my splash screen when I go into this particular OTT strike. That's right. Now, is this airing on TV or is it primarily for OTT? Oh, it's both, actually. Oh, it's both. Okay. it's being, um, it's on one of the cable networks. Ah, it's a cable network drama. And it's actually doing really well. Wow. It's around a 10, 11% mark, which wow. is really good. That's know, for really a cable good. Network, two, right? two digits for a cable network is yeah. very impressive. Despite, you know, it's just mm-hmm. riddled with cliches, <laughs> you know. Um, well, first of all, the premise, I right. immediately I thought, Hello, the good wife much? Yes. <laughs> I mean, there is the married, you know, main character, Am mm-hmm. yes. There is her smarmy husband, Smar- played by Kim Byung-chul, oh. who is having an affair with her, with a former, like, classmate, oh. played by Myung Se-bin. And Myung Se-bin, this actress, is yes. really good at playing these kind of Sechintegi characters. <laughs> You really love to hate her. You love her. to hate her. Right. You know, I those actresses and actors who do those love to hate kind of characters, mm-hmm. they're so they're so underrated because mm. they do such a good job, you actually end up kind of disliking them. But right. what they did was they just did a really good job. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And then she um, is also interested in this new kind of... Um, Doctor, mm. his name is Roy Kim. <laughs> He's from America, <laughs> and he wears like motorbikes. I'm sorry, motorbike. Sorry, motorcycle jacket. jackets, leather jackets. But he also rides motorbikes. Wow, he rides a motorcycle. And then, like, he's cool. all cheese. Like, to me, oh, cheese. It's a lot of cliches going on there. But, you know, he's supposed to be this sort of dashing Mr. Darcy type doctor, right? Mm. With pain of his own because, mm. you know, he was adopted by an American family and he's come back to Korea. I see. In a way to find his roots. Okay. Right? This is actually not a cliche. This is a story that mm-hmm. is actually a prevalent issue in our current society. Yes, not his character, but his kind of image. That whole, mo- <laughs> I mean, I have yet to ever seen like a 
Korean doctor. I'm a little disappointed. Like, it's 2023, people. Kind of, we we all have gone past those stereotypes. No. no? <laughs> okay. Anyhow. Anyhow. Sorry. But okay, Roy Kim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's not a love triangle. It's like a love square because he's really interested in Jungsook. I see. Right. Okay. So right now we're not sure where the arrows might end up. Right. Because right. Kim Byung Chul is such an amazing actor. Yes. He does these roles so well. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. He's so comical. Even yeah. though he's really smarmy, <laughs> you kind of end up kind of rooting for him. And you're oh. not sure whether he'll actually sort of amend, make amends and you know, get back together with Chung-suk. Right. Or will they sort of break up? And he'll end up with Myung Se-bin and you know, Chung-suk will have his... Her motorcycle man. Yeah, Roy Kim. From the America. From the Americas. <laughs> so funny. Why Why they name him Roy Kim? I don't know. <laughs> it's just so I funny. Mean, you I'm... know, even when um, artist Roy Kim uh, debuted, I just thought that was like the only Roy I've ever met. That it's Korean true. Roy, Roy I've never very, met. I mean, lot of, we have a lot unusual. of Peters, a lot of Andrews, Daniels, everything from the Bible. Sure, right? Matthews, mm-hmm. but Roy? <laughs> it's and, not typical. And, you know, more recently, we've had the sort of millennial names, Dakota, you know, all the Madisons, all those sort of gender neutral Taylors, names. Taylors, right? Madisons, oh my gosh. Yes. But Roy's? No, yeah. It's like Wilfred. No. <laughs> it's just like Jungsook. Right. No, Jungsook is actually a very common name, though. It is. Common, but of an older, indicating an older generation. Winston. Winston. Right. I'd love to see a Winston Kim one of these days. Winston. Oh, I mm-hmm. got to think of something else, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Ralph. <laughs> no one names their kid Ralph anymore. It's the R's. R's don't work with Koreans. Koreans. You have to think... Roy Kim. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of tough. Anyhow, that's my nitpick, nitpicking criticism right. of, come on, it's 2023, you guys. <laughs> Everyone's pretty savvy now about mm-hmm. what cooking did are like. Mm-hmm. But I'll forgive them if we've got some good kind of points going on. Om Jung was a big point, selling point. Yes, Om Jung does. You know, we just heard that song, sort of melancholy yeah. and sort of wistful. So she does this really great job at balancing mm-hmm. that kind of you know, middle age sort of life crisis we all go through, what if? Plus that sort of incredibly like positive energy Mm. she brings to the role. And and so hilarious. She's totally able to make like just end up like smack dab on the middle of the floor after a sort of really terrible CPR job. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's very physical. Very good at very adept at mm-hmm. physical comedy mm-hmm. and she's able to laugh at herself. Mm-hmm. You know, she's able to look like a crazy woman or just <laughs> absolute hodang. Yeah. So is Kim byung Wow. That's why I think they're sort of made for each other. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, that's true. If you're going to have some very familiar tropes, mm-hmm. you know, on a cable network drama. First of all, medical drama. And Yo, this is not a medical drama. It's not a medical drama? It's a family drama based in a hospital. Oh, okay. That's right. really, you know. They're all there. Yes. It gives some reason for them to keep bumping into each other. Because the father, the mother, the son, plus the affair, you know. Right. And then the extramarital love All interests. the people, they're all working together. It's only in sort of like mm. a hospital. Do you have? Well, actually, this would really not be possible in reality. Not really, no. But you know, 
<laughs> Even in like a K drama reality, I think this is the only sort of environment yeah. where this could happen. In, in a fic- in a fictional reality, though, right. I think this is actually a great idea, and I think mm-hmm. it's smart because because it would never happen in real life. Mm-hmm. A typical family <laughs> does not interact with each other that much. Unless they're to be bar, perfect, honestly, right? the other really sort not. of trope. Or situation exactly, would be but they're all bar. working in the same corporation, right? right. But uh, yeah, typical family. Like, oh my gosh, I barely can see my husband, <laughs> let alone. Um, so it's true. But if you're if you put them in this unusual situation, mm-hmm. like they all are doctors and they all work in the same they're hospital, they're all intertwined. Then like they, crazy. they're forced to interact with mm-hmm. each other, and thence we get good family dynamics, family conflicts. All the misunderstandings relationship and all development. the crazy, mm-hmm. zany, comedic, you know, mm-hmm. situations ensue. Yeah, I truly, mm-hmm. I, I think it is a good idea. And it sounds like that the um, creators of the show completely self-aware and knew what they right. were doing. Kim Jin-soo writes, wait, how can anyone refuse a liver transplant to a family member? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your answer says it all. Mm-hmm. Says it all. All right. So we got some strong main players, and apparently we've got a great kind of um, supporting cast as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Kim Mi-kyung, the ultimate K-mom. <laughs> she also plays Chung Suk's mom. I see. And then, of course, got Park the royalty. plays mm-hmm. the worst, you know, the kind of typical mother-in-law character. I see. Right. Wow. Well, that's good. It's people that who, you know, it's tried and true what kind of right. characterizations that you can get from them. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be back with more. Here is Jung Sung Hwan with a song from the Dr. Cha OST Sum or Breath. You're listening to One Fine Day's Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. We have Professor Cynthia Yu, our special guide, um, in the studio with us today. Uh, a couple comments before we move on to Cynthia's next drama. Uh, JS Jerry 76, the, everyone is just appalled about the liver transplant thing. They're like, what? Yeah, uh, and you're mm. meant to be appalled. I mean, mm. that's just, like you said, started right off the bat. Right. Right? Let's get things clear. There's mm-hmm. no gray areas here. Um, and so Jerry's Jerry 76 says, well, maybe they're not really family. <laughs> you know, we're only six episodes in, mm-hmm. so hey, I wouldn't throw any theory out the mm-hmm. window. And Kong Listener, uh, 1243 says, well, even though that husband is trash, <laughs> he's harder to hate because he's also charming. And this is all due to the skills of actor Kim Byung-chul. It's true. Really? Kim Byung-chul is so good. Wow. Right? Because he's such a funny guy. He's yeah. so comedic. Like, mm-hmm. um, sometimes, yeah, it's a little over the top, but it just <laughs> works. Oh, okay. Now I know who you guys are talking mm. about. I just had to look him up. I went into um, the search browser here, mm-hmm. and I typed in Doc. And then it came up. First right. thing, autocorrect this mm-hmm. show. So popular. The Kung listener also says that he's got a little hodanki. Oh, oh, yeah. That there's something that was a little ditzy about him. Right. Which he's also not kind perfect. Of, which makes mm-hmm. you also, I guess, kind of right. 
feel like ah, but he didn't know any better, kind of thing, right? Right. <laughs> Anyhow, he uh, should know better. The strengths mm-hmm. of the actors, flawed or no, is I guess a really big draw so right. far. Mm-hmm. But before we go into um, too much Doctor Cha, because we can only theorize at this point. It's right. only episode six. Uh, you brought in another kind of hidden gem for us to rediscover. I love this drama when it I've first came out. I've never heard of a lot of K-dramas mm-hmm. before you, Cynthia, and OFD and Chill, so... It came out in 2019, <laughs> and I just loved it. I just loved it, but then, you know, I think end of the semester sort of caught up with me, and mm. I didn't end up catching the last few episodes. Oh, you had never finished it! Right? But I recently, think. I discovered them all, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. because I, it reminded me that Kim Byung-chul was in the lead of this ah, drama as well. Is. Mm-hmm. It's... Pegasus Market, or mm-hmm. the Korean um, title is more hilarious. Samnida Charlima Matu. I think they're saying it's there's a bargain Samnida. here. It's a bargain, yeah. right? Charlima um, I looked it up. A swift horse, obviously right. Pegasus, the mm-hmm. English translation, which works. Right. And it's the it's the name of market. Yes. I, I'm assuming like a small neighborhood market. Yes, like okay. a Harin market. It's one of those sort of big markets. Oh, okay. It's a large like discount chain right. market. Yes. Oh. And it's the drama is based on a webtoon of the same name. I see. By Kim Kyusam. Mm-hmm. And folks think this is actually one of the best sort of realized, dramatized versions. Really? Of, you know, like a webtoon. And this drama actually surpasses the webtoon. Oh, I that's, think, in that's terms of imagination. Of, I mean, Webtoons having such a dedicated fan base, right. that's saying a lot, oh, yeah. right, for an adaptation to actually sur- mm-hmm. surpass the the source material. Yeah, and I think part of it is due to the PD, um, Pek Sung-yong PD, who worked on SNL Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of these really kind of funny, hilarious, sort of, you know, Also things shows. where you have to have really good, quick right. reflexes, right. sharp wit. And I think what really helped was also the cast mm. who were able to sort of live up to his vision mm-hmm. because it's something that I didn't actually really pick up on, but they hired a lot of musical actors. Kim byung oh. also has a background in musical in musicals theater. as well, I see. So there's actually a lot of musical numbers in the show. Oh, a lot I love of dance that. numbers, wow. a lot of singing. And even like the final episode, mm-hmm. um, they all of the actors took a curtain call. Oh they no, came interesting. Out, right? They so, made it very, very theatrical. Right? Uh-huh. I mean there were elements of uh, musical theater, mm-hmm. Bollywood, Bollywood. Because it's a lot of humor. I see. Right? And yeah, it's just such Fun. Wow. You know, it's really out there. It's I think when I first saw it, <laughs> I was kind of stunned. Okay. I've never seen this anything like this before okay. in Korean dramas, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it has in Korean we call it B Gup or B movie feel. Oh. There's comedy. It's a little bit over the top, but they know it. So right? it's over the top, self aware, a little right. kitschy perhaps. Yeah, very kitschy. Very kitschy. A lot of parodies of other popular cultural mm. sort of content, mm-hmm. movies, dramas, right. and even sort of memes, right? Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And this is a K-O drama, and gosh, what what the things a pandemic will do, it's mm-hmm. like, it, it was almost all but forgotten, I suppose, right. because it was overshadowed by mm-hmm. the pandemic. came out in 2019, you said. 
at the end of 2019. And, you know, it didn't get the best ratings when it first came out. And a lot of people were, I think, a little bit shocked. What is this? Because it was so B-cup, right? B-movie style. However, in the years since, this drama has gotten a lot of acclaim because there's so much detail. I see. A lot of effort put into it. And there still really isn't, oh, you know, something. It's kind of an original drama, I think. Interesting. Mm. And it's uh, something that just didn't get really appreciated. Like, people just didn't get what they were trying to do kind of thing. Yes. And now, retroactively, they're going back and being like, this kitschiness is brilliant. Right. It's break. You know, I think it broke new ground. And thanks to OTT, perhaps, we can... This is... OTT is actually allowing us to revisit these shows that might otherwise not have been revisited. Mm -hmm. Cool. Alrighty, we're going to be back with more about Pegasus Market. And who else to do this beep or sort of like <laughs> a B-movie style kind of um, theme song for this very, very mm-hmm. kitschy uh, drama? Norajo, of course. It is their theme song, the title. Samnida Chalima Matsu, Pegasus Market. Uh, I was going to say exactly this. Yakshi yeah. Norajo. Uh, only Norajo so does it. He can only do it. Uh, Chung Sung mm-hmm. actually wrote the same thing. Uh, it actually sounds like a song that I might hear mm-hmm. playing on a loop on a disc- in a chain discount store when shopping. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so fun, right? <laughs> it is pretty fun. <laughs> now, while we were listening, first of all, uh, you know, I'm trying to understand kind of like I'm trying to understand and get this show, but right. I, I can't. It's just too unusual and unique. Yes. I, I mean, it's hard <laughs> to place it. I mean, I mean the, there's a lot of musical numbers. Um, musical numbers. Bollywood elements. Right. Um, but there's a lot of kind of like Korean um, sentimental shimpa. Melodrama. melodrama. Okay. Because... Okay, so the story is about this discount store. Okay, big and, chain store. Right, and one of the big sort of, um, uh, you know, CFOs or whatever, okay. the C-cup, um, the C-level um, executive, executive has levels. been demoted okay. to run this, you know, like out of the sort of boondock sort of store oh, okay. of this big sort of chebar or mm-hmm. conglomerate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he decides to take revenge on the conglomerate. Right. By using this as some kind of like nuclear weapon to destroy it, to take out the whole okay. you know, conglomerate. Uh-huh. So th- that's the sort of overarching story okay. here. Right? Okay. Um, but it doesn't that actually doesn't create much suspense. I see. I'm not that interested in that part of the story. Mm-hmm. What I found really fun were the sort of episodes. Oh. Like each episode had us you know, mini sort of story. I see. And they just involve the kind of craziest people, storylines, and musical numbers. Musical numbers. Um, that's because um, the all of these sort of characters, they're, oh. how can I say it? They're kind of losers. Mm. Like, they've failed at life, essentially. <laughs> the lead <laughs> this character... This is their lot. Yeah, the uh-huh. lead character, played by Lee Dong-hee, he's mm-hmm. great. Um, he is the manager of this mart, okay. but um, by he's hanging on by this, you know, s- skin of his teeth. Does yes. that make any sense? Uh-huh. And yeah. he has 
um, nothing going for him in life. He's so oh. gung ho mm-hmm. in sort of making a success of his career. He has no girlfriend. He has no friends. Mm-hmm. He hardly eats out. You know, uh-huh. there's no wearable in this wearable. <laughs> like it's all work, right? It's just it's work, work mm-hmm. but, no life balance. But he's not doing that well at work, right? This is a, you know, oh. a kind of a market on the mm-hmm. skids. Mm-hmm. But then when um, Kim Byung-chul's character, Jung Bok-dong, comes in, mm-hmm. he his basic strategy is to tank the store, but every attempt at doing that uh-huh. makes it more successful. No, that's right? kind of funny. So, that's a straight-up sitcom premise right, right there, yeah. In the craziest way, Yeah. right? Uh-huh. I mean, it's just kind of so out there. Uh-huh. You just, you know, it's a fantasy, right? Interesting. But um, all of the characters yeah. are basically played by um, actors with musical stage, theater mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Folks like... Um, um, Jung Min-sung, Kang Wong-seok, Kim Ho-young, and even Park Ho-san. Mm-hmm. All of these folks. Oh, our Park Ho-san makes right. a, an appearance here. Oh, yes, he has a big kind of role ah, as well. That's, a neat, that's mm-hmm. the only name that I recognized, of course, from my mister. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean, they... they play, I don't know, um, there's also... It's, is is of, it like a Korean superstore? Yes, but funnier in a way, because oh, there's musical numbers. <laughs> it's like superstore plus Who Bollywood. Who doesn't love it? <laughs> no, honestly. And while it's hard the, to describe what it is. While the Nora Jo song, mm-hmm. which is very tongue-in-cheek, was going out, uh, we, while we were listening to it, uh, we were kind of looking up a few images, screen captures from the show. Also, there were a lot of side-by-side, screen-by-screen comparisons to the webtoon because they were, I guess, fans were very impressed at how faithful the adaptation was. Yes. So you can see how a lot of the images and even frames of shots were recreated. Right. But I'm looking at screenshots, and I can just tell from screenshots of the show that, oh, this is kind of weird. This is sort of, it feels kitschy as in sort of like UK humor kitschy. Oh, yeah. It's sort you know, of, there's I, like a Teletubby It's very SNL. Right, little sort of SNL, fantastic, right? Uh, a little Dirk Gently, Yo. you know, kind yep, of that yep. underdog, uh, losers of the world kind of unite. Yeah, and they like make... ugly, pretty. Everything is ugly. Right. The beauty is in the ugliness of everything. Right, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of heart underneath it too, and hmm. that's the sort of strength of Korean dramas, right? Yes, that's suddenly true. out of nowhere you get the tears. That's going. true. They you know, know how to tug your heart I string. Mean, Take this one story. Mm-hmm. Um, in episode two, mm-hmm. you get this, uh, you know, young girl coming okay. in who wants to work at the market, okay. but she actually wants um, the market to also hire her dead father. Okay. Dead father. <laughs> okay. Because her father, you know, spent years and years um, for a government exam. I mm-hmm. think it was the bar exam. Yeah. But. Um, they got rid of the bar and they started uh, law schools. Oh. So he had to start working. But I guess he, you know, he passed away in some freak accident. Uh-huh. So he's basically has never held a job in his life. And she wanted oh. her father to have a light. I mean, have, have a job. Have a job. Right? Have a profession. Profession. Like- so... Um, Even this, posthumously. Yes. Yes. So the CEO actually hires both her and her dead father. 
Wow. Right? Okay. Which is really odd. <laughs> yes, it really is odd. But it's also so touching. Like I do remember, like a bit of the water. Feeling a little bit clumped. Right. Interesting. All right. It, and then in a later episode, mm-hmm. you somehow the CCTV mm-hmm. sort of cameras catch the f- father, the ghost. His, yeah, the ghost. <laughs> he works. All day, like he's oh, helping everyone. Okay, right? Okay. He's, you know what I mean? Yes. He's actually working. So this is there. just totally off the fourth dimension, uh, right. like outside the box. That's the term. Right. I'm looking for. And you get best employee of the month award <laughs> for that. That is kind of sweet. Sweet and crazy. Sweet and odd, quirky, right? Wacky. wacky. But in a lovable way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see why you wanted to push this one, <laughs> Cynthia. This has you written all yeah, over it. It's I'm, my thing. I'm already digging it as well. <laughs> it is um, Pegasus Market. If you guys want to check it out, look it up on your OTT sites. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for some very interesting kind of, again, as always, something for everyone mm-hmm. kind of suggestions. Well, we hope you have a great, great week. Oh, thank you. Stay healthy. Oh, and we'll you too. See you next time. Yes. All right, taking Cynthia out from the Chalilamat OST Soyung Yubin with Tashi Reload. That was Kude Kriyun, one that I missed by Yiminyok off of the soundtrack for Pegasus Market. Now, as a thank you to all of the love and support, we found ourselves with a little extra time. So we're going to be a little self-indulgent. Everybody was um, sending in so many messages congratulating me on the release of my 10th album. So I thought, hey, let's uh, let's enjoy a couple more tracks off of it. Hope you enjoy. First up, here's only one. That was only one off of my new 10th album. It's super cute, is it not? Uh, From an upcoming singer-songwriter. I think he's going to give us great things to look forward to. And I'm glad that I could say that I was there when. All the way back there when. Uh, Taipei Warren is trying to guess what the closing of this show... uh, (laughs) Closing of this um, show will be. What song will it be? What song will it be? Anybody guessing? Anyone taking bets? Well, in any case, before we close out, I just want to remind you that tomorrow we are back here in the studio live. And because it is Wednesday, the hump day, it is, as you know, your favorite segment, one of your favorites. Kyo Top 10 will be coming up. We will have our writer Liz joining me tomorrow in the studio. Alrighty. So don't miss out. We'll see you then. Thank you all for tuning in. Taipei Warren wrote, what'll be next? Will Emma Fly be next? Because I love this song. Well, you're in luck. It is Emma Fly taking us out. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.